The Real Estate Revolution Radio Show is designed to educate Missoula homeowners and home buyers how to navigate the uncharted waters of the current Western Montana real estate market in an educational, often edgy, and high energy fashion with host Jason Baker. Jason will teach you all the secrets on how to win with real estate, from listing your property to purchasing investments. Jason has you covered. Be sure to check the home of the week, the good news, and current market updates each week. Jason is revolutionizing the real estate experience for over 100 clients a year. Welcome to Real Estate Revolution Radio with Jason Baker. And Jason, as always, happy Sunday to you, friend. Happy Sunday, man. uh, How many pounds did you gain over Thanksgiving? (laughs) You know, I'm actually upset that I didn't get sent home with as many uh, Thanksgiving leftovers as I was hoping for. Yes. I'm I'm sorry. We cooked two birds just so I could have leftovers. And you left it? Somehow. No, somehow a family managed to eat eat both birds. Oh, you literally left it over there. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No. We ate ate them. I was just... I I was looking forward to having, you know, some of the the sandwiches and... Maybe making some turkey So you're twice the man you used to be after that yeah. uh, Thanksgiving? No one just me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> my nephews and my kid are going through a growth spurt, it must be, or something. I'm telling you what, man. <laughs> like, I'm, looking at my, I'm looking at both my kids. I'm going, I'm like, I'm like, is this what my mom had to do? Because I'm not short, you know? I'm like, it's like, th- those shorts fit them like two weeks ago, and yeah. now they look, you know, now they're like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to say what they look, they look like an athletic supporter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, so Thanksgiving was good? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, outside of the not filling my elk tag, that's yeah. fine. We're not going to go there, though. No, 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 no. Now we need to go there. We need to poke the bear. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's good. Yeah. So thank you, uh, listeners, for two weeks of grace there as we did some uh, replays, you know. Did we announce that there were going to be replays? So we yes. Yelled at, yes, uh, we did. Yeah, yes. okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, we're, it, you know, we do take time off, uh, you know, as hunters and stuff. All right, so quick market update, Casey, uh, and then we're going to talk about thinking big, and then we're going to talk about uh, uh, 15 ways or, or ways to be a better you. I think right now people need hope. I think right now people need motivation, so I'm going to try to bring that today. I actually need some motivation, but mm-hmm. I motivate myself with caffeine. I, I, I don't know where anything, I, I didn't see any on the, up in the way in here, a couple monster energy drinks. But anyway, uh, so Missoula County is, uh, the inventory is increasing from where it was the last time when I talked to 200. It was two something. Yeah, yeah, it was 230 last time, and it's 244 now, so up a little bit. <clears throat> what the, the big thing that we're noticing is massive. So I've been talking and talking. So as we're going through the shift, and we're through it now, and we're on the other side of the realization by sellers that they're not going to get multiple offers and over asking offers 99% of the time. We're past all of that. We were, we did have about an average, you know, listed price somewhere between eight and, uh, you know, eight and 900 in Missoula, massive amounts of price reductions. And now the average or mean uh, listed uh, sale price in Missoula, mean listed sale price is only 699. That's down almost a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. Well, it's, so getting, it's getting more affordable, the, though. There have been massive, <laughs> it's more yeah, it's getting more affordable. <laughs> There's been massive losses in, the, in uh, uh, the equity that we gained over the last two or three years. And once all of these start closing, we're really going to see where the chips fall. But the, you know, I've been, you know, people get mad at me when I talk about the reality of the, of the, you know, the importance of listening if you're planning on selling in the way that this is going to get worse. I, they are now expecting uh, that we're going to evaporate 2021 and already have evaporated 2022 gains. All gains. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's uh it's just one of those things. I mean, there's nothing. The only thing that we can do about it is if someone's thinking about selling, and if you wait 
You're inti- well. I got. I want there to be green grass. Yeah. You know. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. It doesn't matter if you're green. Is that what you yeah. sound like? Is no. That, is that, that's is that how you think I sound I like? I sound like yeah. That's a, well, if they're green. Hi, well, nice like, lady. I don't, hi. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if there's yellow snow on the grass right now. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, if you're waiting, you're losing. Yeah. Yeah. If and, anything, the snow is a good thing. It covers up the fact that I forgot to rake before the snow started. I know. I gosh, our, our house in Dillon, I go, the grass was so green, and then it, there's so much snow. That it's like the grass was the grass was so tall, not not green. The grass was so tall. It's like, I need like a damn combine to get in there and you know get Cut it knock down. that down. Yeah. If anything, the snow makes it look better. Yeah. It, uh, it's well, like putting lipstick on a pig. Yeah. That's exactly. Well, I've been doing that for 47 years, buddy. <laughs> for sure. So look, the the, the fact is, uh, increasing inventory, big time increases in inventory. Massive, massive, ma- and that, that's in you know super high rates. Yeah, they've come back down on the mid sixes from seven. While they're fixing to go up into the eights, they still say, and uh, it's it's one of those things where you know where we're going to expand our business through this shifting and downward market. Mark my words, mm-hmm. because we have a bunch of people on my team who love the battle. And, and we're excited for whatever comes. Lead the charge. And no, we're going to lead the charge. And that's what we always do. And we're real excited um, for the opportunity. I have an opportunity to help agents make make uh, the best living or, or people who are not agents or current agents live the best life that they've ever lived, even in a downward market. I've been through two of them. I know exactly what happens. The, the media and everybody talks about, well, it's just happening a little bit. And then in six months when they're BS... And I was about to say the other word, but I didn't want to it's owe Sunday, them any money. Yeah, it's not, yeah, I know. Uh, when they're done with their BS and they're done with their narrative, mm-hmm. okay, because that's all it is. Programming is exactly that. You're yep. being programmed to believe something that's not true. The fact of the matter is, is that we're gonna. There's gonna be a little bit of pain here with everybody's 401k. There's gonna be a little pain here with uh, with uh, house prices. And frankly, um, a lot of people are not going to move because they've got a three percent interest rate and go into something that's six and a half. They're just not gonna do it. Right. And so, um, what has to happen is the marketing for those that we have to insert ourselves, or for real estate agents that are listening. And there are a lot of them that listen to this. And then when I, I post it and places and they listen. Um, What's going to happen is uh, we have to find the people as real estate professionals who have to sell right now. Either they're moving for a job, uh, a health reason, God forbid, like a divorce. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, there's some places uh, just south of here where there could actually be multiple marriages. So, but the fact of the matter is, is that, um, uh, it's just one of those things where we have to keep battling. So we're going to talk to the general public about mindset right now, and we're going to talk because everybody needs hope and everybody needs motivation. So we're just going to hop right into it, right? Because there's a moment every single day, and when we need to take a commercial, I'm just going to go. Go for it, right? We're, we're going to go. When we need a commercial, just throw something at me. Just to, <laughs> There's a stapler there for mice, a phone, you know, whatever, water bottle here. Um uh, but there's a moment every day that is a difference between growth or retraction, positive or negative, right? That just, you know, if for us in real estate, it's a distraction. It's a call that we get. It's checking the email. The, the, uh, some, I, I had a swear word there. The, it starts with an F, but I'm not going <laughs> to thing that we, we know we shouldn't do. And we just do it anyways. Don't blank. Do that thing. Just cut the blank. Okay. Because I'm telling this to my team. I go, we've got to remove our distractions. So for business people out there, it's so easy to turn on the news and get your little dose of negativity. Mm-hmm. Just stop it. Get off that social media first thing in the it's day. It's all doom and gloom. It's, dude, it's, it's, they are selling you a narrative. So you're depressed. So you go buy their pill. 
Right. Literally. Yeah. Like the the thing is, it's like imagine the flip side to that. The, the, they'll hate the. Uh, I'm not suicidal. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like literally, like you know, when you talk about positive things, the forces get mad at you for talking about positive things. Everybody wants you to be depressed. And how often do we let ourselves fall into that? But think about the flip side to that. Rather than a drink or a pill or some way to temporarily get rid of all of that, you know, negative emotion, why not wake up in the morning or before you go to bed and write down ten things you're grateful for. Because right now, as the real estate market has changed, there's 10 things I'm grateful for. And number one thing is I still can help a real estate agent make more money than last year in a down market because of our systems and our leads. Mm-hmm. I can still help a seller sell for more money because I spend $45,000 on average per month on my marketing and my staffing and my business processes for my sellers mm-hmm. and my buyers. My sellers create all the buyers that we have because they call on our listings. So uh, there's a, there's no way that we're not going to fight our way out of this thing, but we're not going to sugarcoat it. You're literally going to sell your house for less if you wait. There's no doubt about it. Now you'll every buy, day it's going to continue. It is, yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna buy for less. So that's so there's that too. So figuring out someone that gets it and isn't selling you something, right? Yeah. I'm not selling fear right now. I'm looking at the numbers every day. Right. You know why is the average why is the average listed price down? that much. And we're going to sit there and say, well, the average prices have not uh, gone down. Well, yeah, because you need a year worth of data. Mm -hmm. But we can see that the average listed price is way down from where it was. And they're still having reduced average price reduction now is 38,000 off of that already reduced price. Yeah. Yeah. The chickens are coming home to roost. Right. Right. So, but you have the hangers honors, the analytical, the analyticals are going to get crushed in this market. Even with the prices going down and getting more affordable, it's still not affordable with the rate. No, because the thing is, it's 800. You can only afford 500 now. Right. So look, so for real estate agents, what do you have to do? You simply have to talk to more people in order to keep your same level of business. You're going to have to talk to twice as many people to keep the same level of business on the daily. Yeah. Right. So that's the thing. So we need to look at thinking big because right now we need to have a positive mindset. I don't care if this is real. Some of this will cross over into real estate. Some of this will cross over into real life. Some of this will cross over in your business. And here's the deal. If you work for someone, maybe they need a little bit of motivation because they're worried, too. And if you're someone's manager, motivate them. Mm-hmm. It's your job to wake up and lead. Doesn't matter what you are. You know how many moms out there lead every damn day? Right. I mean, let me. You know that's, what I mean. How many the, single dads, single moms, that's just their couples? Yeah, that's her job. Yeah, absolutely. So let's look at thinking big because this is important. People who think big, okay, and, and 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 what are they doing that we might not be doing? They look at the bright side of everything. That's what they do. They wake up and they're like in the in the down market, or I, or, uh, uh, in a, I'm making less. They're not saying that. What they're saying is like, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky. I still have a job. Right. That's what they're doing. Well, that's the way it was during the, during the COVID right. pandemic. You know, I, like I'm like you know what I mean. Like I, you know what I'm so pissed at COVID when I got COVID. I think I got it four times or three times. You know, I got every <laughs> variant and then the other variant on top of the variant. Yeah. I never lost any weight. Oh, that's a bummer. I know. Well, I, mean, I guess neither did I. So we look at the bright side of everything. We're not like oh, boo hoo. I'm a, my my pay, uh, gas is a five dollar. No, I don't like paying the. Like, yeah, I got diesel. I'm about ready to go over to Billings right now. Yeah. And I don't like paying that. But here's the deal. You know, thank God I can afford it. Right. You know, or here's the deal. I know if I talk to three more people a day, then I'll never whine about gas again. Because it'll increase. Yes. Yep. So there's always something I can do to make sure I'm not whining about something else. 
I, I just it's like personal responsibility. Nobody wants to hear that anymore. It's always yeah. someone else's fault. That's always the way I felt when I, I, I worked food service before. I was always yeah. it's one of those like, man, I just don't really want to go to work today. and I'm, I'm broke. But at least I know if I go to work today, I'll get cash. You're going to get a pay. It, have you ever thought when you go to work, right? Like, here's a difference between the difference in my leadership skills now and before, because I was a crappy. I, I was right now. I was like writing a, uh, recently a lot about like my failures as a leader. And believe me, I still fail every day. Less and less. And I fail in different ways <laughs> yeah. as I try new things. Right. Because right. the leaders always try. So but uh, someone who is looking at the bright side or thinking big is always looking for new opportunities. Oh, what I was going to say before, you're in the food services business. Did you ever wake up in your business and say, well, I don't want to go to work or maybe like this isn't the most glamorous job in the whole wide world. Do you know how many people you actually made freaking happy? Right. You did. Yeah. You made them food. That's like bartenders. They're spreading joy across the world, 12 ounces at a time. Until tomorrow. But yeah, you know what I mean? Or when you look in the mirror at your belly. But you know, the the fact of the matter is, is that I don't even drink and I still have one. So I don't know if that theory holds true or not. (laughs) But it's like, think like when I go to work now, I go, I go, you know what? I I used to go to work for me and my numbers. I go to work and I'm like, yes. Yep. This is like this massive paradigm shift. It's just it's just like soldiers in battle. It's not it's not BS. It literally is. What can I do for my clients? What can I do for my team? Mm-hmm. Like when you that's that has flipped in the last two or three years. Well, soldiers in battle though they don't fight really for the cause. Right. They fight for the people next to them. All of the you're, you're so right. All of the the veterans I've been fortunate enough to take out hunting mm-hmm. in that program that w- that we used to run um, there. They the thing that they miss the most they they don't. Uh, you know, they're not like, they're not super happy with leadership right now. Oh, yeah. You know, trust me, I just spent, I just spent 10 days with my dad, Vietnam vet. Dad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so anyways, but the thing is, is that they don't respect the leadership, but you know who they respect? Their, their brothers comrades. and their sisters yeah. and the people that they're in the, you know, that they're fighting with. And, and when they come back from those wars, they're, they're going a thousand miles per hour and they come back here and they're going 10 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Lord knows what they pumped them full of, you know, all those shots they give them and everything else. And, uh, and, and they come back and eat all the, you know, and that's the, the one thing I hoped I could always do is just inter- get myself out of the way and get more of them together because they get each other. Right. Yeah. right. All right. So let's keep talking now. They, uh, people who think big are always trying to find the best in other people and allow them to shine. An egotistical leader is not a leader at all. It's just an egotistical person in a position. It's, 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 it's terrible how some people use their, their position of power to look down on other people, I can't stand it. A good, the, the best leaders I ever had are the most humble leaders, and, the, and and being humble is one of the greatest qualities, in my opinion, you could ever have. Um, uh, people who think big respect themselves and don't spend any time feeling sorry for themselves. How often? And, and part of that is they're just in massive gratitude. Like you know, like when I got shot in 2013, for six months I was you know screaming at the world in the dumps. You know, I was all oh, this and that, or I'll never you know. And uh, you know, at some point in time, you know, it took a couple people going. You know, we well, just shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, seriously. And, uh, you know, it was a life-altering event for me, being blind and uh, my left eye and the uh, PTSD that came from after that from thinking I was going to be dead. But the fact of the matter is, is that after, you know, uh, some real hard self-reflection, basically saying you're just being a baby, you have to allow yourself the grace of the trauma of what happened. But after a while, you know, you, you got to pick yourself uh, up. You got Yeah. Because, you know, uh, but other people were helping me with that. You know, they were mentioning it, but, you know, they could, it's just the same thing, like, stop drinking. You know what I mean? Like I was an addict when I, from when I was, uh, from when I was 22 until basically when I was 30, 31, I was an addict. I don't care. I got, it just, it just so you know, there's not one perfect person anywhere. 
Right. Right. And I and I like, why would you say that on the air? Yeah. You know why? Because I love you. Right. I'm right. Telling and, you. and I'm telling you that I don't have any shame about that anymore. Like, I've, but I, but, you know, there were people who supported me through that in the most Christlike ways. And there were also some real judgy people, too. Right. Yeah. So but the fact of the matter is, is that no matter what you've been through, ultimately, you know, mo- the reason why we uh, I just wrote a big uh, article on and I haven't uh, printed it yet on shame. But the thing is, is in life, we feel so shameful about where we aren't versus the good progress we've made or this thing I used to do that I no longer do. And we just constantly beat us, beat, beat ourselves up partially because we're comparing ourselves to some worldly ideal that we're never, ever going to get there. You know what I mean? Like a six pack for yeah, me, no, <laughs> you know, it, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the fact is, is that uh, it, 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 it was always my responsibility to get up after I got shot and get up after I was high. Right. It, it was, it was my responsibility to do that, but I couldn't see it at the time. But, um, you know, but that came back to getting into gratitude, forgiving of self, the grace and and, you know, with the help of other people. But ultimately, people could help you or show, you know, lead you to the water. But ultimately, you have to drink, right. you know, so that's what it is. So but again, I, I don't feel sorry for myself for any of those things that I've done. In fact, now it empowers other people. It was growing. Yeah, it was it growing. Was like, growing. I, like I would have never went through that addiction. I didn't never went through that, that near death experience. I would have never, ever had the empathy or be able to understand what the veterans are going through that mm-hmm. I that I was working with. And also, I would have never, ever, um, and I don't talk about any of the positive, like I don't, it didn't anybody's, it's like if you tie the church, you don't go tell everybody you tie the church, right? So there's been some amazing people put into my life. I mean, I have the help without giving examples because mm-hmm. that's, that's their the story. And if they ever want to come on here and talk about it, great. But that isn't for me to talk about. But I've been, the Lord has put these amazing people because of my, the things I've been through in my life where I can help mentor them and help them. And it's amazing uh, wh- wh- how now I'm like, I'm so grateful I went through that BS. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the time I, I felt horrible. Well, yeah, but that's all, that's all part yeah, of the growth. Yeah, it's part of the growth, but it's also part of how you can give. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay. People who think big, they take action on potential wins. They look for the win rather than what could go wrong, you know, and they have faith and they understand yeah, that the what ifs, the what if. Oh, the what ifs. Oh, oh man. It drives me nuts. Oh gosh. It's like, you know, what if you actually stop saying what if, where would you yeah. be? <laughs> you the, know, what, like, the what ifs are just getting to me so much oh, lately too. Just like, what, what if this happens? What if this happens? Yeah. What if a, what if a, a comet struck the earth right yeah, now? Yeah, like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. Like, like you live your life like that. Yeah, no, you can't, you, you can't because it, like the faster that you can screw up and fail, literally and the faster you can do that and understand it's the part of any process isn't one person beside Jesus went through life mm-hmm. and didn't fail, screw up, sin, whatever it is. They, none of them. So what are they? Why do we? Why is that like not OK? Because of some magazine. Probably. Freaking GQ. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, 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 I, like I never like like if I, I and the good news is that the listeners could could see that I fail so often that, that I learn at a very rapid clip. You no. know, but I'm fine with it. You know, you, you know. Yeah. You know what to look for now. Plus, I'm also in the arena. Yeah. Which means I'm I'm doing something around whining. Yeah. You know. And so but 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 there were times where I whined. So understand the more grateful we are, the less you whine. Now, also, uh, b- people who think big don't overanalyze. My what my real estate coach, his name was Mike. He, he uh, 
you throw something at me here. He, he will take a break in a minute. He he said, Jason, I would rather have you make 100 decisions, right, in in rapid fire sequential way, than never and, and be wrong 90 times, than yeah. never ever make one. Just uh, you know, paralysis by analysis. Isn't that usually the whole like kind of like your first guess is usually the per, the right one? It is. It well, it is. But so it, it is. But then a lot of people go, you know, make twenty other guesses after that. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you have to understand, you were born with something called intuition. That's why I went to business school at the University of Montana because they had multiple choice tests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just checked number C. Okay, great. You're in business management. Okay, there you go. It's like it's like my test. I go. I wonder if I chose C. You know, A, A, A B, C, or D. I chose C. I could at least get a twenty five on my test. I draw, you know? I draw pictures in the bubbles. Yeah, exactly. The bubble sheet. Yeah, that's. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Of an F, like for fail. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, the overanalyzing is now that doesn't mean intentionally go be a moron, but no. at the same time, it means like, look, I follow it, your intuition. You well, know, the, okay, a question. Follow your gut. So, if you never made one decision, uh, one choice or decision or did, moved forward in, in any way, or you made 100 and you were wrong 90, like Mike said, mm-hmm. you had 90 learning opportunities versus none. So, I'm 90 times ahead of you. Even mm-hmm. though I made ninety mistakes, mm-hmm. hmm, Isn't that interesting. Did you just start giving that Wayne Gretzky thing? Yeah, yeah. You miss, you miss all the shots you don't. You take. miss all the shots you don't take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and like I say, I mean, I probably do ninety dumb things a day. Okay, but which is completely fine. I'm okay with it now, dude. Grace given, man. Mm-hmm. I pre-forgive myself for the mistakes I know I'm going to make because I know ultimately, if I make no decisions, that's a mistake, mm-hmm. and that's the biggest mistake. Yeah. So they create uh, people who think big create things faster than the competition can steal their ideas. Anybody in business could use that one. When someone said that to me, I went, oh, my gosh, that is brilliant. We are constantly changing the things that we do more so recently. My conversations can't be scripted anymore. I mean, I have a script. I look at what to say when a buyer calls or when a seller calls me. And the reason why I have a script is I don't want to miss a question that's actually an important thing that I need to know to help them make more money. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or I don't want to take them out in French town if they want to be down at Darby. Right. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that's something that we have to look at, too. But I need to find out more than ever now why. I need to spend 90% of my comp- uh, uh, time with that that person figuring out what it is they actually need versus going through this like sales pitch regiment. Yeah, just checking the boxes. After COVID, the one beautiful thing about that whole narrative that they forced upon us was the fact that uh, that we had an opportunity to be closer, and that's why there's a lot of divorces right now, unfortunately, <laughs> but we had, a, we had time to be... Uh, uh, closer to to people, and we had time. Like there was a lot of people who were hurt through that whole thing. Hurt that their government did that to them. Hurt that they were forced to take a vaccine. Or some people were hurt because the people they love didn't take a vaccine because they thought it would cure or prevent COVID, which it now does not. But the fact of the matter is, uh, and that's a proven fact. But the fact of the matter is, one way or the other, there was two sides to that whole narrative, and none of them were nice to each other. No, or very few of them. Yeah, divided. And isn't that all by design, Republican, Democrat? Right. Right. Our communist patriot is probably more like it now. But the fact of the matter is, is either way, these sides are by design. And so we have to remember we're all human and 
they, he or she believes what they believe, he or she believes what they believe, and either way, there should be love and respect in between us. Imagine if everybody believed what I believed. Yeah. yeah. The world would start spinning in the opposite direction. So, but anyway, yeah. Dogs and cats it getting be, along would be. Hysteria. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. You know what I mean? Cat and Grizz just hugged each other, you know? So, you know, oh God. There was no, there was no crash jokes before the Cat Grizz game, you know? No. Yeah. So, the none? Oh, no, I, heard, I, I heard plenty before I know. Grizz Cat Actually, it's fun. You know the same ones every year, but it gets, it's, you still chuckle again, right? Uh, we have a house divided. We went to a, uh, my wife and I, my, my son, Ethan, and I grew up in Massachusetts. And don't hold that against me, listeners, please. Uh, and I was a Pats fan, you know, and it was really hard to be a Pats fan for like 25, 26 years till Brady came along. But, right. you know, last 20 years, you know, mine's last two or three because he hasn't been there. We're great time to be a Pats fan, right? But man, we suffered before that. And, and my wife grew up the first four or five years of her life in Minnesota before she moved to uh, Gardner and then Gray Falls. And uh, it, it like, it, so she, it, those Vikings fans are nuts. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, oh, they're nuts. Kate, it's like Katie, a cult. Katie's a Vikings fan It's like too. a cult. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. I mean, like, it's like, if you're going to be in a cult, at least your cult should win every now and again. But <laughs> no. you know, but the fact. No, but, they don't mind. Uh, so it, was, it was super funny. So we flew to <laughs> Minneapolis for Thanksgiving, one of the reasons why I wasn't here. And uh, we went to, uh, saw the, the in-laws and went over there. People we hadn't seen in forever. Just great. She has a great family. And uh, just uh, nicest, way nicer than me. And uh, But we got to go to a, a Pats Vikings team. And of course, the Vikings won. I mean, Pat just gave that game. I, right? I remember that. It was yeah. brutal. Yeah, it was, a, it was a hard one to watch, but they were not thinking big that day. Right. Yeah. They were just, they were just like, here's the ball to the Vikings. Here you go. Just those, take it. Those failures you were yeah. talking about? It, it, yeah. It was definitely, definitely a failure. They, 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 they beat themselves that day uh, for sure. But the Vikings had a great game. But that stadium's awesome. Yeah. My gosh. But I'll tell you. We had the worst seats in the house. We didn't realize it because we'd never been there. We just didn't know. We thought we'd have a good seat. Was that a seat? Was a seat? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure I wasn't hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> That's how high up we were. <laughs> but at least they were yeah. affordable. So, yeah. So now we know what section to sit in. Yeah. And they were not affordable. Yeah. So we thought because what we paid, they were good seats. They were not good seats. So we, we got put together. So we were not thinking big. We were, we were, that was the first time in a long time I've been high. <laughs> when I say high, I'm talking about three miles Al- up from the field. Altitude sickness. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Altitude sickness for sure. So people who think big take more risks. Um, people who think big don't have a lot of free time because they're always creating, always on the move. And they, one thing, um, one thing a person who thinks big does is they say no to things uh, more often than they say yes. And that's mainly a byproduct of needing to have free time on their calendar. So, for instance, if someone comes up to me and says, Jason, I'd like to talk to you about this. You always want to say, call me Monday. Mm. Call me Monday. 90% of them, you could have taken an hour with them this week. 90% of them won't call you Monday, which means it wasn't important anyway. Right. Right? So that's the thing. So for anybody who's in business, the best thing to do is, is say, call me Monday. You know, if a seller calls me and says, come list my house right now, I'm not going to tell them to call me Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm just talking about people who might need something from you, you know, maybe. And so um, and so just to finish up the segment on, you know, people who think big, is they, they put a high monetary value, and this really comes down to also what I was talking about before, um, saying no, they put a high monetary value on their time. They say, is that thing that I'm going to do for that hour actually worth my hourly rate? You right. know, people who think big really think in the terms of dollars and cents, or it could be for someone who's not driven by money, which is a lot of us, it could be, could that hour be spent in a better way for humanity or for my family or whatever. It doesn't have to be the all, you know, the almighty dollar, right? Right. Yeah. And so that's really high. But if people who think big are often misunderstood. 
There's a lot of real estate agents, although at a moment's notice, I would drop what I was doing and help them with their business. If they wanted to coach half an hour for coaching, I would never say no to them for that. Um, that uh, don't understand me or my business model and how hard we work on our, uh, our ethics and why we have a team. And the, and the simple reason why we have a team is because I can't do everything. And when I can't do everything, experience suffers. And I just simply won't have that. I have someone who can do all that now and then some mm-hmm. way better than I can. Why you know, don't have me do the paperwork, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But my mom or, uh, or dad will do that yeah. and they'll do it 10 times better than me. You know why they have an analytical mind? I do not. I'm a bulldog. I want to sell your husband. I sit there and talk about it you know, punctuation, <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like really like they'll know that quickly. If I text message with them, yeah. yeah. You know, um, also, also people that are, uh, think big are not, you know, part of the establishment. They don't go with the flow or what, what's normal because it, when you're in that rut, that establishment rut, there's no room for, for thinking. Cause those people are trying to pull you back down constantly into that rut, into that establishment. Establishment is nothing more like even in politics, is nothing more with status quo. Right. And the people who think big do not buy into the status quo and they are not distracted by the comfort of the status quo simply. Uh, they simply can't do that. They also track their time. And when something bad happens, like a shifting real estate market, most people are paralyzed right now. We're figuring out how to win. Because even in a down stock market, you can make a ton of money if you stay focused. For sure. And it's the same thing inside of real estate. There's going to be a lot of opportunity for investors right now. And there's going to be a lot of uh, time to create wealth in real estate right now. And I can tell you, don't wait six months. Don't wait till spring if you can now, help Now's it. the time. Now is the time. Every day, because every day, every day you're wasting you're waste money. You're, you're, money. You're, yeah. And the buyers say, well, I'm going to wait. Well, here's the thing. You're going to pay more interest rates. So we need to go over whether it's smarter to wait for a buyer or try to get 5 or 10% off the price now to alleviate any potential future uh, loss. Right. Yeah. So there's always a way to look at this, and we're not going to lead you astray, for sure. No. If you need to contact us, you can do so at our website, jasonbakerteam.com. But I don't want to send you to a website. Yeah, I want to talk have, to you. I'm, 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 like, I'm a human. <laughs> Sitting there gabbing at you for the last year, you know? <laughs> I don't believe it. However, bitch you. Not yet. No, I know I say no. that a lot. Sometimes but, you know, for the about putting the muzzle yeah, on the bulldog. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes you want to th- club me like a baby <laughs> fur seal, but that's okay. You know, like, oh my gosh, did he just say that? The answer is yes, I did. I did say that. I'll probably say it again. But um, I would love to hear from you at 552-4443. You can check out any of our listings at the bottom of our website because that's easier to go look at. It's just what we've got for sale and the photos that we do for people and how we market. Um, it's good to do that. And whatever we can do, any any questions you have about real estate or life in general, or you need a little pick me up, just please feel free to call. Yep. God bless you. What was the number one more time? 552-4443. Got to dial 406 now, baby. <laughs> you know, we're right out of time on today's show. I thank you so much for joining us today. And if you missed any of our this show or any of our past shows, you can always check them out on demand at newstalkkgvo.com. Jason, until next time, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, buddy. Thank you.